Social Zoom Factor, episode 217. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life Zoomed. ready to take your new idea to fruition? One of the first things you need to do is get your business online. Our partner HostGator can take you from zero to turbo fast. Download their Get Online the Easy Way ebook and receive a coupon code for 30% off any new hosting package. Simply visit socialzoomfactor.com slash hostgator easy or simply text hostgator to 33444. The Marketing Nuts Agency helps companies transform their social and digital business from the inside out. Visit their website at www.themarketingnutswithaz.com for a client list, case studies, and some amazing free resources to get you started down the path of success. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today we are talking specifically about how to build your Pinterest strategy and plan. We're also going to be talking about features that you must know about. Some of them are new and some of them have been around a while, but I want you to also know that back in episode 215, we talked about why Pinterest for business. And I shared specifically just stats and some data to help you understand the demographic and the mindset of the people who are pinning content are Pinterest, who are Pinterest users. So in this episode today, I'm not trying to sell you on how to use Pinterest. I hope to inspire you to use Pinterest, but If you are still on the fence about whether you should be using Pinterest or not, you really should start at episode 215 because this episode today is going to be focused on seven steps. It's a seven step success strategy for you to build your plan for success on Pinterest. Okay. So it's really going to give you a framework for which you can build your Pinterest strategy and plan. So let's go ahead and let's dig right in. In. So step number one is that obviously we need to start with a plan. Okay. You need to know what your goals are. You need to know your customer. You need to know how are you going to measure success? What is your goal? Is it brand awareness? Is it website and blog traffic that you hope to drive from Pinterest? Is it sales? Is it growing an email list? Is it building community? You want your goals to be smart goals. And I, I do a ton of speaking and training and workshops. And we always talk about smart goals. Smart goals are specific. They are measurable. They are attainable. They are relevant and they are time bound. They can't be just pie in the sky, right? They need to be specific. They need to be measurable. Needs to be something you can actually achieve. It needs to be relevant to what you're trying to accomplish in your life or business. And it needs to have a date on it, right? Instead of that song, you know, if you, if you really love me, put a ring on it. It's more like, if you really want to meet your goal, put a 
date on it, right? You need to have a date. Um, how are you going to measure success? So what are your top business goals? When you are thinking, well, I don't know what my social media goals should be because we hear that a ton from our clients. What are your top business goals? What are your top life goals? Think of them first, okay? The business goals are then aligned to your digital marketing and your social media efforts and tactics, okay? You also need to be thinking about key performance indicators. Now, key performance indicators, or you'll hear them referred to as KPIs, they are different than your business goals, okay? KPIs are going to measure the the transformation that you were desiring to make. You may be wanting to get more, more people coming to your website. You may want to improve that customer sales cycle and the list goes on, right? So you need to know what those goals are and the KPIs are going to help you measure how you're tracking to achieving those goals. Tip number two, step number two is to do your research. Pinterest, as I talked about on the last episode, is an amazing platform for research. And there are so many ways just in the native insights that are within Pinterest that you can better learn about your customer. And in episode 215, we talked specifically about how even if you don't have a Pinterest account, you can even see who's pinning your content from your current website or blog. You go to pinterest.com slash source, and then you enter your domain with the dot at the end of it, all right? And then you can see who is pinning your pins. But inside the Pinterest analytics is a gold mine. And to find this, you go to analytics.pinterest.com. And you can not only see who is viewing your pins, but you can see what country they're from, what uh, metro area they are from, uh, you know, digging down into the city. You can see what language they're utilizing, what gender they are. You can see what their interests are, and you can see what other platforms they are sharing information from and that they are interested in. So it's truly a goldmine that you really need to check out. Um, Also, you need to do research, obviously, off of Pinterest, okay? So you need to know your plan. You need to do your research. You need to know your customer. You're not going to get everything about your customer on Pinterest. It's only going to help hopefully validate some things that you were already, um, some assumptions you were already making um, based on experience. But you're going to need to do your research. You're going to need to understand the ecosystem of Pinterest. You're going to need to know how you are best going to fit into that ecosystem and make sure you are providing the most value that you possibly can. Because as we talked about in episode 215, the point of inspiration is changing right? Everywhere you go, um, we are inspired, right? You are the media. I am the media. And you need to know how people are using Pinterest. People are using Pinterest to curate content, to collect things. It is, it is a place that people go for aspirations, for inspiration. It's, it's what they want to be when they grow up. It's what we want our house to be. It's the cook that I wish I was. If only uh, my real cooking looked as beautiful as the pen that I pen and the recipes that I try. It's like the laughing joke in my family. Will mom ever make a recipe that actually looks like the Pinterest board? Because I think I truly win the award for not doing that. But we need to understand that, right? If you're targeting me with uh, a recipe that I need to share or I want to try, 
you need to make sure that you're making it as easy as I can to do it, right? So anyone who's wanting me to try their recipe and click through to their blog, it needs to look in, it needs to look inviting, needs to look delicious, and it needs to look achievable, or I'm probably not going to try it because I'm not the best cook. So you need to know your audience. What are they looking for? What do they need? And, and are they finding it from other people on Pinterest? Are you going to be, be able to stand out from the crowd? How can you best do that? And in the episode yesterday, episode 216, we talked about how to be a social media and digital marketing rebel. And one of the key things to stand out from the crowd is knowing your customer more intimately than anybody else does. Know what they need from you. So Pinterest is very much like that. You need to know how you are going to provide unique value and you will stand out from the crowd. You need to make sure that your your visuals are on point and stunningly beautiful, right? Okay, tip number three, lay your foundation. So we talk about Pinterest being a place where we are going to harvest, right? We are going to, to plant seeds and then we are going to harvest relationships over time. But we're going to do that in an authentic way. Um, Pinterest is not a platform that you're necessarily going to jump on and immediately see results um, in sales from day one. You may, right? Um, and if you were putting the right money into advertising and doing some different things and you have a conversion funnel on the back end, absolutely you can. But for the most part, Pinterest is a place that you invest in for the long term. You're planting seeds that you are going to harvest over time. So you need to make sure that you are laying your foundation. First thing you're going to want to do is to set up your business account. Okay, go to business.pinterest.com. And if you don't already have an account, um, then you can go straight to there and set it up. If you already have a Pinterest account that you want to convert for business, it's easy cheesy. Go to business.pinterest.com and just click on convert. And when you go to that page, you're going to see join as a business and then it says already have an account, convert now. And it's kind of easy to miss because there's a big red button that says join as a business. And then right underneath it, it says already have an account in teeny tiny fonts. And then it says convert now. So you either need to set up the business account or you want to convert it to a business account. Um, once you do that, you're going to get a big screen that basically is like, welcome to your business account. And then it gives you several options. You know, you can dig into getting discovered, spreading the word, tracking what works. Um, they guide you. Pinterest is really good at guiding you to their help articles. And I encourage you to dig in. Pinterest is loaded with case studies and with um, nice worksheets style type of white papers that you can easily download to learn more about the platform. And so dig into the native data that's available in Pinterest. Obviously, there's a ton of resources out there. A lot of people have been blogging about Pinterest for many years. So you know, th- you're know you not going to have a hard time finding what you need. The one thing that we have found most recently is there were a lot of people that were writing about Pinterest a few years back when it launched. And now I've seen a lot of those bloggers and people who are doing video not talk so much about it. Now, you know, they're just talking about inspiration and that type of thing. They're not really talking about how to use it, which is why we, we're starting this series because we're seeing a gap in the market. Okay. We're seeing a gap that's not being fulfilled. So over the next few months, you're going to see us start to bring out more information on Pinterest to help you with that. So make sure you 
dig in there and that you understand not only the basics of Pinterest, how your business account works, you're going to want to get your, um, your site verified. And so you can follow the instructions. I'm not going to walk you through that now. This isn't a video tutorial, but you're going to want to make sure that you verify your site and Pinterest is going to push you to do that anyway. You may need somebody to help you with your blog or your website to make that happen. I encourage you to try, give it the old college try. And then if you need to get help, you can get help. I know recently Pinterest has had, it's been a little buggy. So if you if you see that confirming your site is taking too long and it's not working, you're getting errors, I encourage you to submit a, a support ticket to Pinterest and they may be able to point you in the right direction. Now, in addition to the basics, you also need to know some of the amazing features that are available to you. Did you know that you can buy buyable pens? Okay, so pinners buy products from directly on Pinterest without ever leaving Pinterest. However, the catch is today, you need to be using specific platforms. So you need to be using BigCommerce, Demandware, Magento, Shopify, or IBM Commerce. And if you are using one of those platforms, you can start right now with buyable pens. I know a lot of you are probably using Shopify if you're selling products. And I, um, we've worked with the IBM a lot in the past as a client. And so I know a lot of you are also using IBM. Um, so you can start right now if you have one of those platforms. If not, you're going to need to get on the wait list, but that's a very cool feature you're going to want to look at. Next thing is the rich pens. Okay. So you need to understand rich pens. Rich pens are going to give you incredible um, detail on your pens. And so you're going to need to sign up for this feature as well and get approved, which is really easy. But the type of rich pens, let me walk you through a couple of these so you can understand. One would be a product pen. And when you have a product pen, it is going to provide much more detail to the user about the product, including the price. And did you know that when you have a product pen that people will get, let's say you put a price on that product pen and then you lower the price, people are going to be notified when that price drops by even 10%. And guess how they get notified? They get notified via email, okay? So you and your brand and your product are going to show up in the email of the Pinterest user. And guess what? You don't have that email account necessarily. So you're getting to do email marketing directly through Pinterest. Now, if you are new to Pinterest, uh, or you are new to social and digital marketing, and this makes no sense to you, just trust me, this is a really big deal. Um, there are also rich pins for apps. So if you have a mobile app, there's a ton more detail you can put there. Rich pins for place, you can provide more information on your physical location. Rich pins for articles. So we have our blog set up um, as a rich pin for articles. And so it knows our domain. And when we post articles, it says read more instead of you know, the regular um, link that you will get. So uh, map, map is going to provide more information and that integrates with Foursquare. And then we also have recipes. Now, have you ever seen a recipe on Pinterest that provided more detail about the recipe? And then some of them you have to click through to the website. It's because some of those are set up more as rich pens. I love those. It's like, give me more information so I can just see what I need to see right now. Don't always make me go off somewhere else. So you always want to be thinking about the user experience for your customer, for your audience, for your 
your desired target customer and not just about your own goals and objectives. You need to be thinking of that customer first because your goal is to drive a desired action right? You need to get that person to take action. People like to be told what to do and you're going to help drive them with what they need to do. And you want to make sure that you are taking an audience-based approach with this, right? So we utilize the Forrester Post methodology and it's P-O-S-T, People, Objectives, Strategy, and Technology. And all the time when I'm teaching a course or or speaking um, to an audience and I will say, what is the number one thing you think of when I say the word social media. People will always say Facebook or they'll say Twitter or Instagram. And the truth is as marketers, we should be thinking about our audience first. The technology comes last. So who are the people? What are the objectives that you have for that audience member? And most importantly, what are the objectives that that audience member has? What is the strategy for how you are going to improve the relationship with that audience member? And then last, what are the tools and technology you're going to use? to help that audience achieve their goals, to help ignite that relationship that you have with that audience member. That's what you want to be thinking about. You're about creating communities communities over time are going to create markets for you. Pinterest could become a huge market for you, but you had to create trust first. You have to earn trust and loyalty. And, and over time, it's the no like trust by factor, right? You're not going to get loyalty until people know who you are and they trust you. So you want to make sure that you are building an integrated platform that's working when you're not working. You need to have consistent brand architecture all the way from your pen, all the way to your conversion funnel right? It's going to need to flow and you're going to need to help your audience achieve their goals. And that's why as you're putting your strategy together and you're laying your foundation, it's not just about what you do on Pinterest. It's also what happens at your home base, what's happening on your blog, what's happening, um, where where are you establishing thought leadership besides Pinterest? Something like a blog is going can be your home base. It's a very dangerous for you to build your entire strategy on rented land of Facebook and, and Twitter and um, Medium or wherever it may be. You want to have a home base that you own so you can integrate that platform. And then that can serve as a way to integrate these other technologies and social networks. Okay, and it's going to help you build that community. Email is another thing you need to be thinking of with your foundation. Did you know that email subscribers are three times more likely to share content via social media than other visitors? You got it. And email is going to help you increase conversion rates. It's going to help you increase sales. It's going to help you with data collection to learn more about your customer so that you can nurture relationships with them. And it's going to help you establish more brand and product awareness because you're going to be able to get into their email inbox. Okay. Email is still one of the top platforms that is used um, by mobile users. All right. Tip number four is content strategy. Do not wing it when it comes to content. Do not wing it when it comes to visuals that you're putting out on Pinterest. Your digital and your social body language speaks much louder than your words, okay? You wanna make sure you are taking the right actions and that you are inspiring people to connect with you, not turning them off. You wanna make sure you're being authentic and that you are you um, and that you are staying fresh. And if you don't, know much about content marketing, you're, you're going to need to learn. And I encourage you to check out some of my other episodes. I've done a 
ton of them on content marketing. You can go to my blog, you can go to our agency site and um, download our content calendar, which will help you keep that organized at socialzoomfactor.com slash calendar. It is a content marketing editorial template to help you plan out your content marketing. All right. But you want to make sure that you are staying fresh. You don't want to have the same content year over year over year. You need to be keeping it fresh and staying with the market. The only guarantee we have is change, but you need to provide a consistent message, a consistent story that where you are embracing things that are changing in your market, but there needs to be that level of consistency. Now, I know we're getting deep into some content here, but I have three more steps to share with you for the success strategy on Pinterest. Before we head into those, please give a quick listen to our sponsors, and then I will be right back. The new year brings a time for evaluation, reflection, and planning. As an entrepreneur, you know your product, your target market, and how you are going to differentiate from competition to achieve success. One thing that often gets forgotten, though, is the online foundation. Do you have the right digital foundation to build a structurally sound business, or are you building on sand and hoping it will hold? Successful businesses are built on steady ground. You need a blueprint for success, curb appeal, and security. Our partner HostGator can help you do this and more. Download their business builder kit, inclusive of nine steps for planning your website, 10 mistakes to avoid on your homepage, and three easy steps to protect your website from hackers. Simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash host Gator Biz or text host Gator Biz to 33444. Again, that is socialzoomfactor.com slash host Gator Biz or text host Gator Biz to 33444. I'm back. Okay, tip number five is to build your funnel. And those of you who know me, you know I love conversion funnels. And conversion funnels are way more complicated than they look. So what do we mean by a conversion funnel? Uh, Let's talk about conversion rate first, okay? Conversion rate is the percentage of people who complete a goal as you set, okay? So it could be visitors to your website. It could be visitors to your Pinterest pages. It could be visitors to your blog. You have a goal that you want them to take a certain action. You may want them to buy a product or service. You may want them to fill out a contact form. You may want them to subscribe to your email list. Um, Maybe you're trading a white paper or a worksheet. Just as a few minutes ago, I offered you our content calendar. That's a call to action. I want you to go to socialzoomfactor.com slash calendar so that you can download that content editorial calendar. And guess what? When you do that, you're going to get an email with the download attached with that Excel spreadsheet attached so you can put together your content plan And you're also going to get a link where you can go listen to a podcast that tells you exactly what that is about. Okay. So that is a conversion funnel. I need to know if that conversion funnel is working. And that's where we talk about conversion rate optimization. So as you're building your funnel, you want to be thinking about personalizing the experience for your users. Who is your customer and what's important to them? What are their behaviors? What are their preferences? How, when, and where are they using what type of device? Because particularly with Pinterest, they are using mobile devices. They are using a smartphone, an iPhone. They're using a tablet. They're using the iPad. They're going to desktop, right? You need to know the context 
context for why they are using those different screens, be it mobile, desktop, and tablet. You need a landing page. So I want you to think one customer, one page, one message with every pen that you have. Help your customer learn really quick when they come to that landing page. So they click on a pen that takes them to your website or your blog Take them to a landing page. Make sure you're telling them who you are, what you can do to help them. Why should they buy from you? What action you want them to take? Do not just send people to your website or your blog homepage or your shopping cart product page. Okay, you are destined to fail if you do that. And then as you're looking at conversion funnels, you know, you're going to want to move the customer from awareness, interest, consideration to purchase. You need to define your goal, determine what that offer is, build the platform to convert, attract the desired customers, measure the result, and then tweak, rinse, repeat. Okay. Conversion rate optimization. I know we're getting a little geeky here or CRO is what you may hear it referred to as. It is the method of creating an experience for a website or landing page visitor with the goal of increasing the percentage of visitors that convert into customers. All right, that's conversion rate optimization. So if you are trying to achieve an objective, a sale, uh, grow your email list, you better get familiar with conversion funnels and you better get familiar with conversion rates and how you are going to optimize your conversion. Because I'll tell you, Pinterest is a gold mine for product sales with some specific audiences. And did you know that blogs are the number one destination for people who are on Pinterest and clicking through? So even if you're in a B2B scenario, if your audience is on Pinterest, they may very well click through to your blog, right? Pinterest is in our top five, um, traffic, uh, referral traffic that we get from the social networks is from Pinterest. And we spend very, very little time on Pinterest compared to other platforms. So why do you need to worry about conversion rate and and optimizing that conversion rate? It's because you want to increase leads. You want to increase sales. You want to increase ROI, baby, return on your investment. You want happy customers and you want to sleep at night. Now, when you are looking at how you are going to improve that conversion rate, there are so many factors that play into this and any one of these can throw it off. Okay. There are things like your planning, your goals, your value propositions, your call to actions. Do you have a trustworthy site? Do you have a trustworthy brand? Are you personally trustworthy? The security of your site, the buyer's journey, the findability, the searchability, the visual design, the color psychology. How are you using colors? Are you using colors that are inspiring the right feeling when someone comes to your site? The layout, the visual quality, the headlines, the mobile responsiveness, the navigation, the button content, the button color, the delivery on the promise, and the list goes on and on all the way through, you know, contact forms and language and readability. There are so many factors. So if you need help with this, I encourage you to get some help. Um, You can also download the deck that we have available for this. Go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 217 is that the show notes page for this episode. And I will have a presentation there you can download. CRO testing. Okay. What you're going to want to do with that is, and this is conversion rate optimization testing, define the goals for success and the metrics, designate a landing page where your conversion is going to occur, and then determine the elements on that landing page that you're going to test. Okay. And then create variations of those elements that you want to test. And then, you know, look into some different AB testing tools that you can use for that. If you don't know where to start with AB testing, just test it. Just 
get a conversion, fun- get one conversion funnel up and then you will become um, smarter with this as you go. But do not be afraid of CRO, conversion rate optimization. Become a geek, become a data geek. That was also one of the, the key ways to be a digital rebel that we talked about in episode 216 that you need to stand out from the crowd by really understanding how you can um, get deep in the data. Step number six in this Pinterest strategy is you need to advertise and promote. And um, I'm not going to dig into detail on this episode. I'm going to do another episode on the details of advertising and promoting. But bottom line, Pinterest gives you incredible opportunity to advertise and promote with um, substantial success. Okay, so you can do awareness campaigns, you can do engagement campaigns, you can do traffic campaigns, and you can, you know, spend as little as $10 all the way up. So you're going to need to pick your goal. Is it awareness? Is it engagement? Is it traffic? And if you're looking at awareness, you know, the ECPM, that's going to be a cost per thousand impressions. Um, Engagement is the ECPE. It's a cost per engagement. And then traffic is going to be CPC where it's cost per click. All right. But make sure that you are tracking those conversions. You need to pick your goal. Is your goal page visits? Is it signups? Is it custom conversions? Then you're going to want to track your actions. So is it clicks? Is it repins plus close ups of your visuals? Is it views? You need to know what those goals are and what those conversions are that you're wanting to achieve so that you can track them. And then this takes us to step number seven, which is tweak, rinse, repeat, and optimize. Okay. Make sure that you are refreshing monthly. Go back to your page, your profile for Pinterest and keep your aligned goals, your business goals aligned to your page on Pinterest, to your boards on Pinterest. Use a content calendars we talked about. Clean up and organize boards. It's easy for them to get messy. And a lot of times as you're sharing maybe from your blog or your website or different places, it's easy to post to a wrong board. So you want to at minimum go in there once a month and clean those up, validate and test your links. And even the best businesses that are investing heavily in digital and social marketing, we do a ton of audits, small business all the way up to enterprise business and helping them with their, their digital you know presence. And I'll tell you, there is not a customer we've done an audit for that we have not found broken links. So it doesn't matter how big your business is or how little it is, you need to be testing those links. It's easy for things to get broken. And it could even be sites that you're linking out to a third party that they took that page down or something's wrong. And that is going to hurt you in that conversion funnel, in your relationship with Google and wherever it may be. It's going to quit sending you traffic when you have a ton of broken links. Next is removing um, outdated content, obviously removing double pin. Things that you may have pinned more than one time as well as making sure you're reprioritizing placement of content. Okay, so it could be you need to just move some boards around so they're in a better order. Maybe you're wanting to put some different board covers up for different boards to better represent the content and the the boards you're wanting to draw specific attention to. All right. So when you're tweaking, you're rinsing, you're repeating and you're optimizing, you're also going to want to make sure you're using some of the right tools. Now, here is a list of some of my favorite tools. Um, Pinterest Insights, of course, that's free. You have access to analytics within Pinterest. Tailwind is great for scheduling. Buffer is good for scheduling pins as well. Canva is great for creating your images. We're lucky in-house because we have an amazing designer that does all of our images for us. But if you don't have a designer, I encourage you to check out Canva. 
Pick Monkey is great as well. Social Warfare is a WordPress plugin that will help you with rich pins and with sharing of content as well. Leadpages.net is a great help for landing pages to help you out with that conversion funnel. And then as I mentioned earlier, Google Analytics. Make Google Analytics your best friend, all right? Do not be afraid of the data. Now, let's just summarize. What were these seven steps? The seven-step success strategy for your Pinterest plan. Number one, start with the plan. Number two, do your research. Number three, lay your foundation. Number four, develop your content strategy. Number five, build that conversion funnel. Number six, advertise and promote. And number seven, tweak, rinse, repeat, and optimize. So there you have it in a nutshell. I encourage you to go check out the show notes page at socialzoomfactor.com slash 217. And I promise I will have it loaded with resources for you to download and access to help you in putting your plan together for Pinterest. Thank you so much for dialing in today. I hope that this podcast inspired you to take the next step to truly developing a strategy and quit winging it on Pinterest, really get focused and prioritizing your goals and your objectives. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.